Hi there, I'm Andy, a moon chasing, manifesting, wander lover, and feel good aficionado. Consider me your woo woo best friend. This show is a sacred space for ideas, concepts, and modalities that might be considered taboo, but that I personally find a great magic in. In these conversations, my mission is to inspire confidence, worth, and mystical thinking in our modern world. Let's get into it, shall we? Hello, hello, my friends. Hello. Okay, so we are just just coming out of this past week's lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. And a sneaky little thing happened over the weekend. It was a long weekend for many of us, depending on where you might live. And while we were coming out of this shadowy eclipse energy, lo and behold, what came up on the horizon? Well, a Mercury retrograde. So I'm going to spend some time today in this episode talking all about Mercury retrograde and how we can really navigate this time so that we can live this beautiful summer ahead of us, feeling grounded, feeling like we can have a sense of fun, tapping into the dreaminess of this Jupiter and Pisces season, and really get back out into the world, which so many of us are just starting to do in a way that feels good and safe and supportive. So that's what we're here for, a little Mercury and retrograde conversation. So let's start here. What exactly is a Mercury retrograde? What does it mean when your favorite astrologer says, oh, oh, it's that time, it's retrograde season? In reality, a retrograding planet doesn't all of a sudden stop in the sky on its axis and start spinning in a reverse direction. Every single planet in our solar system travels in the same direction in its journey around the sun, yet from time to time, every single planet appears to us here on Earth to be spinning in the reverse direction. This info is from the Farmer's Almanac, and this will help you to understand how the optics of a retrograde work. So for the outer planets, which are Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, they each take a longer time period to orbit the sun than the Earth does. This happens because their orbits are larger than ours, and because of this, the Earth often laps these planets and its journey around the sun. So when the Earth overtakes an outer planet, that planet that it is overtaking If you imagine kind of going around a racetrack, the Earth has passed that planet, it starts to appear to travel backwards as compared to the stars for some amount of time. So that's what's happening with the outer planets. Then we have the inner planets. So that's Mercury and Venus. If you remember 
the solar system from your studies, maybe in your younger days. With Mercury and Venus, the mechanism that causes them to turn retrograde is the same, but in reverse. Mercury and Venus appear to go in retrograde when they lap us here on Earth. So that's the basics of what's happening. If you want more specifics and really want to dive a bit deeper into your own understanding of the retrogrades, there are quite a few posts over on WeWe. That's wewegirl.com, created by quite a few of the writers for WeWe. And those ladies have all sorts of insight. Elizabeth McKinley has shared quite a bit of information about Mercury retrograde. So go take a look at some of those posts and you'll get lots of additional details around how to let the energy really guide you through this particular time. You might feel that when a planet is retrograding, depending on what that particular planet rules, in this case, Mercury ruling communication, that things can go a bit awry. Mercury is the messenger planet. So you might start to fear that your travels are going to be delayed or there's going to be all sorts of miscommunications or your technology is going to go on the fritz. And while that could happen, there's much more to it than that. It's really a time to get really conscious in how you are managing your time, your energy, and especially your communications. Double check everything that you're doing. And with as much intention as you can, slow down, dial in, and see if you can give yourself some space and some grace to make sure you're really getting things done in a way that you can feel really grounded in. So that's where we're going to start. And I'm going to give you a really quick rundown of the types of things that can be fairly typical, the things that can come up during a retrograde. And then we're going to talk tips on how to navigate this time as we go into this wondrous summer of 21. So this weekend was the beginning of this particular Mercury retrograde. We're here in Gemini season. This retrograde is sandwiched in between the lunar eclipse of last week and the solar eclipse that is coming this upcoming week. And retrogrades last about three weeks. Now, three to four times a year, we enter into this Mercury retrograde experience. But if you add in the shadow period on either side of a retrograde, it can technically equate to about six months of the year of us feeling the effects of the retrograde. And so that can be fairly heavy to think about that half of the year, our magnetic messenger planet is moving in reverse, slowing us down, throwing little wrenches into our communication, putting our life on hold. And the reality is putting our life on hold just isn't truly possible. So how do we navigate? What are the strategies and tips that we can put into place 
to really benefit from this retrograde experience because truly it can be an incredibly insightful time, a time in which ideas and creative energy can really get dialed up. It could be an incredibly prosperous time. And it's really about knowing how to work with the energy. So here's some of the things, the common things that we've all heard stories of happening during a retrograde. And as I mentioned, you can read a lot more about this. We have a blog post on WeWe called Mercury Retrograde Tips. Lots of details there. So the common things that can happen during a retrograde. Perhaps your technology glitches, especially phones and computers. So now is the time to really make sure that you're backing up your data, you're being really careful with how you're using your technology. And I mean, like, don't take the phone into the bathroom and drop it in the toilet. I was talking with a gal the other day and she said she had just dropped her phone in water. And I was thinking, well, Mercury just went in retrograde and here we are in this Pisces and Jupiter sort of time period in which there's a lot of water energy starting to show up and she's put her communication tool right into into the water. Hmm. A sign, perhaps. Other things that can happen during a Mercury retrograde, losing your data or important documents that you swear you've saved. I was chatting with Nadia from Sea Changers this morning. We have a clubhouse and an Instagram live that we do every Tuesday. And she said that over the weekend, she was in process of writing an incredibly lengthy email. And she felt really great about what this email said and everything she'd put into it. And then her computer died. It wasn't plugged in. And when she went back to try to locate that email, it was completely gone. So it's little things like that. How do we make sure those things don't happen? Well, check all your devices. Make sure your technology is totally dialed in. If you need to do some upgrades or you need to double check that you're simply plugged in, now is the time to make sure those things are happening. And a lot of that has to do with just taking the extra time to be intentional, really just being intentional. So other things that can happen, just losing things in general. Now would be a really good time to incorporate the ritual of creating sacred space into your life. Take a moment, go through each space in your home and make sure you have things tidied up. Make sure that you have really been intentional about where things go, how things are stored, how you keep your important mementos and items and things that are really special to you, jewelry, car keys, all the things. It's easy right now to mix up dates or just forget them altogether. And I find that as we, many of us, are starting to schedule things outside of our homes for the first time, we've kind of we've kind of forgotten how to interact out in the world and we're having to relearn just how to be just really how to be 
you may be feeling as you're entering into social settings for the first time, a little bit of anxiety or maybe a lot of anxiety as you start to navigate how to just be with people again. So as you do that, give yourself grace, give yourself extra time, give yourself space, really treat yourself well as you're starting to make plans to be out socializing in the world again. Delays and travel, holdups on work projects, or just other important matters. Maybe you have an event that you've been holding and you've been ready to plan, but have been waiting for the okay to start planning things out in your community again. Maybe you're taking that first trip. I personally have four trips in June. And besides our move from New Orleans to Los Angeles last month, we really have not traveled at all. Little mini trips in which we did some day drives out to the coast in New Orleans were as far as we went last summer. And this month, I have a trip to work with a private client next weekend. I have a family event the weekend after that. I'm traveling down to the desert in Joshua Tree. Ben is playing a show there, and I'm going to be a part of that experience as he's able to play music for the first time again out in the world. And then my Tulum retreat is literally directly after that. And so with all of that movement, there's a lot of communication, a lot of moving parts, a lot of bookings, a lot of things that I need to really make sure is solid. I need to make sure that stuff is solid. I personally am going to give myself lots of extra time, whether that is when I'm arriving at the airport or whether that's on my travels by car down to Joshua Tree. I'm going to make sure that any delays, any strange glitches in the air travel check-in system or the traffic driving to the desert, I'm going to just be incredibly mindful that those delays don't catch me off guard. Another possibility, one of those common things that happens during retrograde season, those old X's sliding in the DMs. So, okay. If you listen to our episode with Mackenzie Greer of astrology.com last week, she mentioned this. She mentioned there might be some kind of hot, fiery rekindling of old flings, old romances. With a retrograde, what can certainly happen is those old flings come back around, those exes from back in the day come back around. And then when Mercury goes back direct, those feelings, those energies between you kind of fizzle and you go back to how you were, go back to before they came sliding back into your sphere. So it doesn't mean that those relationships can't be rekindled and continued. However, it's a good time to be really mindful of relationships sliding your way, however they do so, and being really intentional with how you give your heart, your time, 
yourself to folks that may not stick around. And maybe for you, it could be a fun little summer fling. But if it's something that might create pain and hurt in your heart, give yourself an opportunity to do some good protection rituals. Maybe do some cord cutting. For those that are in Colt Laloon with me, we sometimes practice the banishing ritual, a really nice one for keeping those X's out of your space. So that's something to consider as well. The general miscommunications that can happen during retrograde season, those can happen in your relationships, whether that's with your parents, with friends, with your significant other, with your husband, with your girlfriend, with your boyfriend. Just really pay attention to how communication is happening and get extra mindful and intentional. These are really the words of the episode, being mindful, being intentional, and taking good care of what you have to say and also how you're receiving information. Are you listening with the intention to understand or are you listening and then creating your own stories? Really good things to consider. Miscommunications can happen at the workplace as well. In the summer months, sometimes in some of our workplaces, things can really kind of crank up as the summer gets going and the energy is a bit more high. And then in other workplaces, we have things like summer Fridays. And when that's the case, perhaps you're trying to squeeze a lot of extra things in throughout the start of the week. Pay close attention to how things are being scheduled and communicating in either case to make sure that your workplace is one that is drama and stress-free. A couple of other common things that can happen during retrograde season. Be extra dialed in to any contracts or paperwork that you might be signing. So whether that is paperwork like lease agreements, or perhaps you're buying a new home, or maybe you work on a contract-by-contract basis, make sure you've read all the fine print in your contracts. I'm personally working on a new creative project right now. Hint, hint, we might have a new book coming your way sometime soon. And with that, as I sign the contract and the deal for that project, I'm going to make sure I have extra support and extra eyes on all the specifics to make sure that I don't find myself in a situation that I didn't intend to be in in future. I highly recommend calling up your best Virgo friend to put extra eyes on your contracts to make sure everything is exactly as you intended it to be. Finally, something that can come up during retrograde season, we sometimes have a tendency during retrograde season to get a bit impulsive and make big purchases that later when Mercury goes direct, we look back and think, hmm, I wish I had been a bit more considered before I made this move. So my recommendation is if there's something that is a big expenditure or will be kind of a day-to-day game-changing sort of purchase, doesn't mean you can't make the purchase. But take some extra time and really think about how you're going to use this item 
that you're thinking about purchasing? And is it really what you need right now? Is it a must-have item for your life in the present? And if so, and you've done the research, and you feel empowered to move forward, then do it. If you can give it a couple weeks and maybe ruminate a bit further before making that decision, then perhaps go that direction. So what should we be avoiding during a retrograde? Well, a lot of astrologers can be pretty heavy-handed in direction around what you should avoid. And I'm shaking my finger at you as I say what you should avoid. But there's definitely times when you just can't postpone your life and you need to make decisions and you need to be able to move forward. So simply double-check everything that you're getting up to. Avoid being rash. And as much fun as it sounds like to have a free-spirited hot girl summer, perhaps consider that spontaneity in the time of a retrograde isn't your best friend. So doesn't mean you can't travel. Doesn't mean you can't go explore and experience things that it's probably been a long time since you've had an opportunity to do. But it does mean that getting that extra itinerary organized, really making sure that you know exactly what's on the horizon and on the agenda will really help you to navigate. And if you have big things coming up like a home purchase, a car purchase, a computer purchase, do your due diligence and really study up on what the best option might be for you. Get some help in navigating those types of contracts and you can have the summer that we have all been craving. So how do we use Mercury Retrograde to inspire our prosperity coming out on the other side of a retrograde period? Well, it's a really good time to be in reflection. It's a good time to get into your journal, let ideas flow, let creativity wash all over you, and mind map, brain dump, take big notes on actions you're going to take on the other side of the retrograde. Presently, we're in Gemini season as well. And Gemini is playful and intellectually curious. So there's no better time than now to really explore the depths of your mind. Allow your intuition to really flow forward. Consider your passions, your hobbies. Consider your career path and what you're up to, and what you're envisioning for your future. Gemini is also the social butterfly of the zodiac. It's a quick-witted sign. So take some time to really tap into your own curiosity. And on the other side of the retrograde experience, now you can take inspired action to really dive into new projects, to make new social connections, to find your expanders, to build community. And with that comes prosperity in all sorts of forms. When I talk about prosperity, I'm really talking about having a rich life in full, being the CEO of your life, not just your business, if you happen to have your own business. This is looking at 
all angles of your life and letting abundance flow from your health to your wealth, to your love, to your experiences. On the other side of a retrograde time period, there's so much possibility for growth and expansion. And now is a time to really dial deeply in to what that's going to look like for you right on the other side. I encourage you to spend a lot of time in your journal. Consider where are you losing energy? Consider what are you doing for yourself in terms of self-love and care every day? And if you spend no other time in your journal throughout the day, those two things will give you a lot to go off of. So again, it's where am I expending my energy throughout the day or where am I losing energy? So basically, what are the vampire suckers of my energy? And from a replenishment standpoint, how am I replenishing through self-love? How am I replenishing through self-care? Really important things to consider. And as you spend more time in reflection and restoration, get in that journal, use your words, use those communication tools to really be in conversation with self. As we enter fully into summer, with the summer solstice right on the horizon, let this retrograde be of beautiful benefit to you. I asked a question on my Instagram stories the other day. I asked, what does the perfect dream weekend include for you? And I would encourage you to take some inspiration from some of these answers as you plan out your summer, as you consider how you're going to really treat yourself this summer. So a couple answers that I received. Having a lovely time with my love by the beach. Going to the cottage lake house with lots of sun and good company. Exploring galleries, shops, and wine bars in a different town. Early yummy dinners, barefoot, salty water, and afternoon naps. Books, sunshine, and nature. Family time, rest, good books. Great food, sunshine, laughter, water, fun, drinks, and movies. Now, I could continue to read these because there was a lot of responses. But what you're hearing here is the general theme that came up time and time again. It's about love. It's about sunshine. It's about nature. It's about friendships. It's about exploration. And if we can really approach this Mercury retrograde season, this eclipse season as well, and this beautiful summer ahead of us, with these goals, with this vision in mind, we're going to beat the retrograde with no challenge. I also asked the question on Instagram, self-love is dot, dot, dot. And I asked for your response. And here's what you all had to say. Self-love is knowing when to say no. Self-love is exercise, healthy eating, rest, yoga, prayer, and meditation. Self-love is me. Self-love is feeling like a baddie. 
Self-love is trust, hope, setting limits, never fear. Self-love is long, hot, dark showers with steam bombs. Self-love is believing you are worthy of love no matter what. Self-love is not only loving yourself, but loving yourself truly, fully, and unconditionally. Self-love is self-acceptance. Self-love is spending time on yourself and not being overly critical. Self-love is alone time. Self-love is the most important thing. Yeah. So many additional answers to this, and they all resonated just the same way. Taking good care of oneself, knowing when to say no, being in a state of trust, loving yourself deeply with acceptance, taking alone time when you need to, believing that you are worthy, that you are special, not being overly critical, giving yourself grace and care. It is the most important thing. So as we move through this retrograde period, remember the archetype of Mercury is the trickster. Mercury is never, nor is any other planet in the cosmos, nor is the universe as a whole ever intending to wreak havoc in your life. It's not coming at you from an evil standpoint or with bad intentions. Mercury is just kind of playing some games with us occasionally as we retrograde. And if we can think of it like that and understand that, hey, sometimes shit happens and sometimes it's a really good lesson for us to be reminded that we are simply human, living a human experience, and we're going to be dealing with human bullshit sometimes. It feels a lot less stressful when we can really consider it that way. And when we can offer up to ourselves these exact things on this self-love list and these exact things that would create the perfect weekend or the perfect getaway for us, we can have a really incredible summer feeling care for self, feeling compassionate with others, learning how to be humans out as social beings on this planet again after such a long time tucked away in the cocoon. I can't wait to hear from you guys how you're exploring this newness that we all have an opportunity to experience again this summer. So drop us a note on Instagram. Drop us an email anytime. And with that, this Mercury Retrograde episode is complete. I'm preparing, as I mentioned, for quite a few trips. We still have one space left as I record this on our Tulum trip. If that space is for you and you're ready to make some travels happen during this retrograde season with a collective of truly beautiful souls, be in touch. We'd love to have you on the retreat. We also have our year anniversary coming up of the Colt Laloon community, my Art of Lunar Living course, 
That's going to be happening in July. So if at any time over this past year, you've been thinking about connecting into that community, we have some really special things scheduled for the Colt Laloon community in July. And I'd love to have you join us then. Lastly, the Sea Changers community, which is my goddess circle for soul-led entrepreneurs, conscious creatives, and curious dreamers is open for enrollment. And I can't think of a better time to join a collective of intuitively radical women than this summer with this Pisces and Jupiter energy that is just expanding and blowing us wide open in such a good way. So with that said, if you've loved this episode, as always, please feel free to send us a note in DMs. We are your woo woo BFF on Instagram or my pages. We we girl, feel free to drop me a note or send our team a note at your woo woo BFF. Leave us a review. Let us know how you are navigating Mercury in retrograde this season, how you're summering, what you're up to. We want to hear it all. This show continues to grow because of you. We're so grateful. So grateful. I'll be sharing more reviews in future episodes. So keep bringing them. Keep bringing those reviews. You guys are absolutely incredible for sharing your reviews with us each week. With that, much love. Happy almost summer solstice. And I will see you again next week with another interview episode. Take care.